0: sign of weakness. Always go for the throw. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Koltbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Koltbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulp. I'm your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It would be uh, September 24th, 2019. We are pre-taping the show in the 5 p.m. Eastern Time Hour. As I speak, Nancy Pelosi is speaking also, and she has now gone ahead and gave the go-ahead for an impeachment inquiry on President Donald Trump which means the House will ultimately and eventually impeach the President of the United States. Once that is done, it will go to a vote in the Senate. One would think the Republican Senate would vote it down, akin to what happened with Bill Clinton when he was impeached and a Democratic Senate voted it down. But we have no information yet on what they are saying is the – final straw, and that is what happened between Donald Trump and the head of Ukraine. To keep you up to date, the president has now announced they are releasing the transcripts, all redactions of that phone conversation. One would think the president releasing it will prove he is innocent of the charges of the whistleblower. By the way, the whistleblower is a third-hand whistleblower who has not seen the transcript, or heard the phone call, which weirds me out a wee bit. We're in quite interesting times, ladies and gentlemen. All day, and by the way, you know I can't stand any of them. I can't stand Trump. I can't stand the Republican Party. I can't stand the Socialist Party. I can take or leave all of them. I heard all day today the word betrayal. All day today, the words betrayal by all the people in the Socialist Party. Gary, the Democrats know they're socialists. Betrayal, and I'm thinking to myself. And by the way, it is 5:04 p.m. Eastern Time. I am watching Nancy Pelosi on my screen as I speak. Betrayal. Nancy Pelosi started in politics when our debt was zero dollars and is now 22.5 trillion, and she has voted on every spending bill. Betrayal. Who's doing the betrayal? Who is doing the betrayal? Simple question. Because the word betrayal is an opinion. Impeachment is an opinion. It's a political opinion. Numbers are not opinions. So they can all go screw if you ask me. The betrayal is on the American public for the $22.5 trillion of debt. Now the question is what does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? Well, the next year or so into next year's election is just going to be magical, thrilling notwithstanding a crime committed by the president on those phone calls. And let's be clear, this potential for crime. If you are negotiating with American dollars to get dirt on somebody you're running against, I'm pretty sure that's a crime. Notwithstanding that, oh, is this going to be a panic for the next year? What does it mean to the economy and the markets? Well, here's a few things I'm thinking about. Number one, the national media which were calling for the impeachment of Trump before he even got into office, the national media and the Democrats who were calling for Bush's impeachment the whole time are going to be popping the champagne corks, wetting their pants, completely thrilled with all this. And any hearings will be on network television, which means no Price is Right on CBS, no General Hospital on ABC, and I don't know what the heck, no Ellen on NBC. We're going to get a lot of that. Will it affect the economy? I'd rather answer that question by saying it ain't going to help the economy. Will it hurt the markets? I'd rather answer that by saying it's not going to help the markets. This is the president of the United States where a formal inquiry of impeachment is now moving forward. Now, to be clear, the Trumpians are going to tell the socialists to go screw themselves. Up yours. This is all bull crap. You're all a bunch of scum. You've been wanting to do this before he was even elected, and you're making stuff up. There was no collusion. There was no obstruction, uh, so you're going to get him on this. Well, it remains to be seen. I'm Missouri, a show-me state. I want to see these transcripts, and I must tell you, if I see nothing in there on a quid pro quo from this president, you will hear it from me. If I see a quid pro quo, you will hear it from me. But ladies and gentlemen, I present to you no matter what. The next year will be a nightmare of epic proportions, but ratings are going to be great. I'd like to put a better spin. I'd like to tell you, I just don't think it helps anything. Now, what does this do for Trump's re-election? Well, two things. Number one, oh, his base is going to be so freaking solidified. Number two, I wonder if a lot of independents, I wonder, that are looking at We'll explain to you Bernie Sanders' latest nightmare today. Elizabeth Warren's ridiculous wealth taxes and takeovers of industry. I wonder if that helps Trump. If there's nothing there. And you know what I mean by nothing there? I'm not talking about if it's just a gray area. For me on this, because it's political, it's nothing there. If there is nothing there, we'll keep reporting to you. Uh, We're in the best seat in the House. Because we, we don't give a crap about any of them. We can take or leave any of them. But we'll take SpongeBob SquarePants over Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders any day of the week. Up next, more on this. Market wrap. Much more. I'm Gary. This is The One and Only Investor's Edge. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kultbom. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So we had a market reaction today on this. But, but, as you know, weeks ago, we had told you... That growth stocks had topped out they were done for now and when we say they're done for now we don't know how that particularly plays out except we're done for now for now we'll tell you if anything changes and nothing's changed that's the one thing that really has not changed in the last bunch of weeks and some names have worsened got a bunch of growth names breaking the 200 day moving average you got amazon below the 200 day moving average now and as you know and we've talked to this many times We really believe there are certain things that are must-watch in the markets. Growth stocks, semiconductors, after that, financials, 50-day moving averages, and all we know is from history of studying the markets. It's not good news when growth stocks top out and go in their own private bear market. It's usually meaningful. It's not good news when that money flows into what we call value. Nordstrom's off the lows after crashing. Lower beta stuff. It's not usually good news when money sells risk and goes to find less risky areas. But as of recent, so far, it's just one big, gigantic, vicious rotation slash reallocation of funds in the market. But we watch. So we're just letting you know. And again, we don't rationalize. We don't. We believe price is price knowing we have to deal with tweets. We have to deal with president changing his stance every three days on tariffs. Uh, We have to deal with all this stuff. And and whatever else comes down the pike. But when we do our scans at night, there is no bias. And all we know is before today, growth completely out of style. Bearish. Avoid. Regardless of why. Amazon down 44 today. Adobe down 5. Carvana, which was just near new highs, breaking down down 4 to 70 bucks. Beyond Meat, we told you that was breaking badly, down 5. Facebook, 5. IAC Interactive Corp, 8. Uh, Match.com 5, Netflix 11, hope you listen to us on that, Shopify 17, Tesla 18, Roku 4, Trade Desk 10, Atlassian 7, Workday 7, HubSpot 6, Intuit 4, Mongob 7, ServiceNow 9, CrowdStrike 4. Do I need to continue all that? So a very important area of the market worsened today. Now it has to get some impetus to worsen, and what happens? Well, the rest of the market worsened today. So the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrabach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Uh, Dow was down 142, but it was down 240. S&P down 25, but the NASDAQ 118, NASDAQ 100, 106. And they were worse, but came back. The SOX down 26. little rolling over there. Transport's only down 50. Small caps and mid caps were hit. Advanced decline's not good any way, shape, or form. By the way, Google down 17 I can do others, but I think you get my point. So outcome today. Would you like Gary's outcome? The NASDAQ today finished below the 50-day moving average. Uh, NASDAQ hit a low of 79.69, so it was only down 142. Still down 119 at the close, so not very good. Uh, The NASDAQ 100 uh, finished below the 50-day moving average also. Not good. The uh, Russell 2000, rolling over. Never got above intermediate level. Uh, Same for uh, the uh, mid-caps. The Dow just simply looks like these recent highs are going to have some trouble. And we're just off the highs. And I would say the same uh, about the S&P. The same about the S&P. The financials, eh, not a very good day. I look at Goldman Sachs. Looks like it's rolling over a little bit. I look at uh, Bank of America. That's certainly rolling over a little bit. What do we mean rolling over? What do we mean by that? Well, imagine you hit a price three months ago, and then you went down and you got back to that price but can't get above it. And then you start to stair steps back down again in price that's what's going on so leave no doubt we got pressure building here the big worry and i want you to listen carefully the area of the market that had gotten the money flows recently the area we're not thrilled with had better hold up or we're going to go through a pretty decent bearish phase we'll be watching support levels for the dow and s p as well as those 50-day moving averages but leave no doubt as i look as I scan these growth names, well, when I have a chance, go look at Amazon. I think Amazon's a very important name. Broke the 200 day today. That is not great news. And that's just one. I can do plenty of others. And it gives me no solace that the Dow came back 100 points. In the Dow today, Apple down one caterpillar down two and a half chevron one goldman sachs almost six intel up down one jp morgan buck and a half microsoft down a buck and three quarters three m two bucks united health down almost four what helped today boeing up 460 Uh, but i did not see really any news on boeing that would thrill except to just tell you it's still acting better here with a lot of uncertainty behind it up next more on all this and much more i'm gary this is the one only investors have. Are listening to. America is talking. Investor's Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a sitting around a boy. With Gary I'm highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Thanks for being with us today. Hope you're having a good day. By the way, the other, you know, when I started the show talking betrayal, how about investigating the p- people in government that make 180,000 a year and are worth 50 million bucks? Where are those investigations? You know? Where are those investigations? Anyway, all I can tell you is it is going to be a thrilling next year. But again, I want to see these transcripts Remember, we give our own opinions here. We hold nobody's water here. We could care less. You know what we want? We like good policy. That's all. That's our only interest. We want efficient and effective government. That's our only interest. That's it. Which allows me to segue. Bernie Sanders. Imbecile. Moron. Doofus. Con artist. Know nothing. Do nothing. Never do well. Pissing all over the successful and the wealthy pissing all over the producers, never created a dime of wealth, never created a job, whines and complains about all the greatness in this country, while kissing the royal behind of people like Hugo Chavez and Nicolas Maduro out of Venezuela. We don't make this up. We don't make things up. Because Bernie Sanders today announced a wealth confiscation program. Are you ready? If you're worth above $32 million, anything above they're going to confiscate 1% of that money per year. 50 million to 250 million, 2% of that money a year. 250 to 500 million, 3% of that money every year. 500 million to a billion, four 4% of that money every year. A billion to 2.5 billion, 5% of that money every year. 2.5 to 5 billion, 6% of that money every year. 5 to 10 billion, 7% of that money every year. And above $10 billion, 8% every year. But that's not what really drove me. Let me quote Bernie Sanders. Are you ready? There should be no billionaires. We are going to tax their extreme wealth and invest in working people. There should be no billionaires. So we contacted the Sanders people today in order to ask them three questions. They had no interest in talking to me. But question number one. If you're going to confiscate all this wealth from the billionaires and think there should be no billionaires, where are you going to get any money going forward to give to those other people? Number two, when every billionaire gives you the middle finger and leaves this country and tells you to go screw yourself, what are you going to do then? When all that capital flees to every other country that does not have wealth confiscation. If every business knows that at a certain point, you are going to confiscate their wealth after you take 70% of their money in taxes, not including what the states take locally and state Why the hell should they work and grow their business anymore? Simple, logical, three questions of this authoritarian, socialist, Marxist doofus. They would not speak to me today. Three logical questions. By the way, I have a few others, but those are the ones that stood out for me, because I got news for you. If ever this socialist, authoritarian, Marxist doofus ever got to the primary against whoever he's running against, right now it's Trump, and any of these billionaires saw that he was winning, they're all gone. They ain't going to put up with this, yuts. This imbecile, this moron, this economically illiterate doofus. Gary, you're being harsh. No, I'm not. He's a con artist. It's a con game. Because the other part is when he says, but we're going to give it out. Invest in working people. And we're going to get $4 bucks in 10 years off of this plan. No, they're not. You ain't going to get anything. But whatever you get, socialist, Marxist, con artists, steal and plunder all that money... Every dollar, they may hand out three cents. How do we know this? Because the socialist, authoritarian, Marxist con artist everywhere else did the same everywhere else. And I haven't even gotten to the part where he wants to take over, shut down, or break up every freaking industry in this country. Doofus. Anyway, that was the other news for me today. Because what ended up happening was he saw what Elizabeth Warren did with her wealth confiscation and saw Elizabeth Warren's poll numbers go up. So he figured, screw that. Let me make some some crap up and go further. These are economic psychopaths. I measure my words. I put economic in front of economic mental illness. And we elect these people, these corrupt, imbecilic, moronic people that don't have a freaking clue and don't care to have a clue about people and their hard work and their sweat and toil and success and not realizing that billionaires started with nothing I gotta tell you, if Vermont wasn't a socialist paradise I'd go move there and primary this yutz but they wouldn't listen to me they'd rather listen to Ben and Jerry who love Bernie Sanders Ben and Jerry are going around the country with Bernie Sanders giving out free ice cream but I still love their ice cream Up next, we'll segue back in the markets and much more. This is the one-only Investor's Edge. You're listening to... Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go! Action! Investor's (laughs) Edge. With Gary Culpbot. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. So as I am looking right now, the left is popping the champagne corks. Uh, I'm not going to mention who. I'm going to leave that be. Um, The right is defending the hell out of them. The president – and by the way, it's 5.33 p.m. Uh, We have the Republican response to Pelosi's statement in a few minutes also. Uh, I must tell you it is an honor and a privilege – that for the next year, I'm going to be able to go on TV every day on Fox News and Fox Business and talk about all this, and uh, as well as uh, a radio show. But just remember, we have only one people in mind, you guys, you guys, you. I couldn't give a crap about Pelosi personally. I couldn't give a crap about Trump personally. I couldn't give a crap about the Democrats, the Republicans, the Socialists, the Communists, the Whig Party personally. I have no interest in going to the holiday parties at Mar-a-Lago. I think they have all let us down. And if Trump committed a criminal act, I will tell you. If he did not, I will tell you. But most importantly, on a daily basis, we're going to read the tape for you and stay in lockstep or one step ahead. Simple as that. And to repeat, weeks ago we told you, we thought growth had topped for now. It is worsening. That is bad news for the overall market. Bad news the overall market. My arduous... ...time-tested studies... ...of... ...big tops and growth... ...is a harbinger of other joining... ...as market sells risk... ...parks itself in the less risky... ...until they come in. Now as we have told you... ...the semiconductors are important place... ...as I look at the SOX chart... ...looks like it's got a near term rolling over... ...and a fail... ...for right now... ...doesn't mean three weeks from now... ...at the third attempt... ...to break the highs of April and july which were in and around the exact highs that we just hit two weeks ago and the semis are important if anything changes we will let you know but gary isn't this all about this news and that news can change growth stock stocks topping out weeks ago have nothing to do with any of these this news sometimes you just need that catalyst to move things simple as that and our job is to put news blinders on. News blinders. And when I do my scans tonight, I will completely forget about what happened today and just look at price, volume, pattern. And then I will do it by sector. And then I will do it by growth. And I already know what I will find. But confirm. Confirmation. by the scan. What does any deterioration lead to? Lower prices in the near term. That's all. Don't know how far. When we called the top last September, didn't know we dropped 20%. When we called the bottom at the end of of December, because of the Fed, didn't know how far up. But leave no doubt, we're getting some rolling now. And growth is leading down. And that's less than thrilling. You're asking about Netflix? We'll repeat. We'd avoid it. We think the die has been cast on Netflix because of Apple and Disney and price. Netflix is going to have to lower prices or come out with a program with lower prices. They're gonna have to. And we also believe what they're paying for content is ASA nine, ASA ten, and as eleven. Beyond meat. I think it's worth thirty bucks. And it's starting to break down out of bear flat. Go take a look. Under the fifty day moving average, which is also starting to roll over. Strongest group right now? Some housing stocks. Utilities. Defensive for the most part. Stay tuned. Oh, it's going to be magical in D.C. for the next year. Have a great evening. Drive carefully. You get home do like we do. Quite the simple. Make sure you hug your children. Night-night. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash